Welcome to episode 35 of Paws, Claws and Wet Noses, the veterinary sector podcast celebrating all creatures, great and small, and the fantabulous professionals who look after them all. I'm your show host, Julie South. Good questions give you good answers. Interviewing is an art, and I'm currently unconvinced that artificial intelligence, or AI, can replace a real live human being at job interviews. Maybe it will happen in a few years' time, but for now, in 2021, I think, life according to Julie, I think the human factor is critical. Will your next new hire mess or mesh with your existing team? Today's show has 15 candidate interview questions to ask when you're interviewing your next new hire. Today, we're going to look at what types of interview questions to ask, why to ask those questions specifically, and what red flags to look out for. If you want an insight into your next new hire's personality, motivations and values, then these are some of the questions to ask to help you determine whether they'll mess or mesh with your team. An old vet told my father when he was a student in Glasgow, he said, uh, if you want to be a success in veterinary practice, just keep the bowels open and trust the rest to God. Nutrition's not an opinion, it's a science. They called me that weird herbal needle vet, and I I just remember thinking, well, I'm still going to do it, because I know it works, and I've got the research to back it. From reminiscences of the real James Herriot's son, to pet nutrition, to acupuncture, the Vet Podcast discusses current animal health issues from around the world. I'm veterinarian Brian Gregor from New Zealand. Just search for the Vet Podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Paws, Claws and Wet Noses is sponsored by VetStaff. If you've never heard of VetStaff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency, 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. VetStaff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, VetStaff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. VetStaff.co.nz Let's face it, Kiwis are a nation of do-it-yourselfers. And on the surface, interviewing a candidate for your vacancy sounds easy. I mean, anyone can do it. Or so they tell me. What skill does it take to ask a bunch of questions and record the answers? After all, don't you just need to have the job description and the candidate's CV handy so you've got something to refer back to about what specific skill sets and experience you're looking for and whether the candidate measures up or not? Isn't that all you need? If only interviewing was that simple. And if it was that simple and easy, Isabel and I wouldn't hear all of the recruitment horror stories that we do. Hopefully, everyone on your team now works together in the true meaning of the word team, T-E-A-M, where together everyone achieves more. 
There might be differences, but all those differences are aired and worked through with respect, and everyone is involved. One of the things that I really noticed as we were venturing out of Alert Level 4 lockdown and into Alert Level 3 last year, back when New Zealand was starting its transition back to a more normal world, was that in clinics where the teams truly rocked prior to COVID, well, those ones just got stronger. Everyone rolled up their, their sleeves and helped each other out. But in those clinics where differing personnel and clinic values were pulling everyone in opposite directions, well, those teams started unravelling at different speeds. Some slow, thread by thread, and others just imploded big time. And nothing appears to have changed now that we're back into a more normal cycle and rhythm of life. I'm still hearing about almost mass resignations because employees have just had enough of the bullying, the backstabbing, the inequities and other values differences that are being allowed to fester. When everyone's backs are up against the wall, that is when aligned values are absolutely critical. But when you've only got such a short space of time, as in an interview, really an hour isn't long when you're interviewing someone because you've got so much to get through. So what questions can you ask that help reveal someone's personality, motivations and values? The nuances of interviewing candidates extend well beyond their skills and abilities and into areas of their maturity level, culture fit and self-awareness to assess their overall candidate quality. You can mitigate some of these questions for fit if you're attracting informed candidates who know and endorse your clinic's brand. What am I talking about? Episode 19 was dedicated to helping you improve the ROI on your job vacancy advertisements. I'll put links to that on the page of this episode, which is 35, at pawsclawswetnoses.fm. If you haven't listened to it yet, I really do recommend you do, as it's actually one of the most popular episodes. What we're going to look at today is job interview questions that help you get insights into someone's personality and their values. Questions that will help reveal how the candidate will interact with others on your team. So, presuming that you've got your clinic's employer brand sorted, as per episode 19, and you're confidently assured that your applicant has a reasonable understanding of what your clinic stands for, these are some questions. What you want to know is whether the applicant you're interviewing stands for the same values as your clinic or not. The questions here aren't the only questions to ask, but they're part of a library of questions that Isabel and I ask. You want to know whether a candidate will mesh or mess with your existing team. Here at VetStaff, Isabel and I have chats with candidates. We want to put the candidate at ease as much as possible, as we know that nobody likes being interviewed. Job hunting is already stressful enough, so we do our best to take away any hint of our questions being like the Spanish Inquisition. So let's get down, let's get down to the nitty-gritty of these questions. Here they are. Number one, tell me something about yourself that others may be surprised to know about you. This question gets someone to think. You're not asking them to tell you something that no one knows. 
just something that others will be surprised to know. A question that gives an insight into how well someone understands their own life lessons and how they may work or manage other team members is, if there was something in your past you were able to go back and do differently, what would that be and why? What about how do they handle conflict? Ask them to tell you about a time they had a difficult working relationship with a colleague. Ask them about the challenge and the ultimate outcome. Maybe they're leaving because the issue was unresolved. Are they the type of person who avoids conflict at any cost, including quitting their job every time it happens? Another way to find out how they handle adversity type situations is to ask them about a skill they'll need to have, perhaps intubating or finding a vein, and ask them what war stories do they have about that skill or what failures have they had around that skill. You want to know how they handle life and situations when things don't go according to plan, their own shortcomings and stress. You also want to know whether they give up or are always aiming for constant improvement. Especially listen out for where blame is cast. Do they own it or others always at fault and it's not them? Do they have the wherewithal to make sure the error isn't repeated? Take another skill set specific to their, their position and ask them to tell you about their biggest success story relating to that skill. What you're looking for here is whether their success is solely about them when a war story was because of someone else. Are they all about the glory for them and then lay blame on others? You always need to ask both sides of the question. And talking of skill sets, you want to give the candidate an opportunity to share their best technical skills. That is, you want to hire someone whose strengths match what you're ideally looking for, while finding out what their soft skills are. For example, you could ask them, what is their ideal position and why? What if their ideal position isn't anything like the vacancy at your clinic? They won't last long, and then you'll be back trying to fill that exact same vacancy again. Believe me, someone is not better than no one. The wrong fit can be absolutely disastrous. A question additional to the what is your ideal position and why question is, here's another one for you, what are two of the most satisfying accomplishments in your career? Tell me about each of them. Why ask this question? When people are invited to tell a story about what's been important to them in the arc of their careers, you get a window into their values. What did they value most? What emphasis was placed and where? Did they value the impact that they had? Or was it just the value that, they, that came with the award or the official rec recognition? Neither answer is better or worse than the other. But when you hire this person, it gives you an opportunity to see their motivators and their success markers. It gives you a way to reward this person according to what's important to them. 
Of course, you want to know what shortcomings, what weaknesses someone has. But surely there's got to be a better way of asking, tell me about your weaknesses. The standard question, there is. Aren't you pleased you're listening to this podcast? You want, here's what you want to do. You want to ask your candidates, what is a development area you've had to overcome or are currently working on improving in your career? Asking the question this way gives you the chance to learn how someone deals with self-realization, self-actualization, and potentially how they overcome obstacles or adversity. When it comes to candidates' attitudes, ask, tell me about your favorite and least favorite manager or supervisor. What was it about their management style that you liked or didn't like? Asking that question gives you some fast insight into how the candidate likes to be communicated with and managed, as well as some revelations into overall attitude and maturity. The tell me about yourself question is another one of those predictable, sure to get asked job interview questions. People can rehearse for those, they can practice for those and give you pat answers. Instead, you could ask, how did you end up in your current role? This gives you a better sense of a candidate's career trajectory, as well as what motivates them. How prepared is a candidate for meeting you? What homework have they done? In my humble opinion, you want someone in your team who's motivated enough to go out of their way to find out a bit about your clinic. If they haven't done that, what else won't they be bothered doing? Here are some interview preparedness questions for you to ask. And this is number 12 on my list. These are the last four. What challenges do you see impacting the industry and how do you think these can be overcome? What do you know about this clinic? What interests you most about this position? And finally, what questions do you have for me? As you can see, that's quite a list of questions. At a job interview, there are a whole bunch more that cover competency. When you think about how much is at stake with each new hire, the meshing or the messing of your current team, your clinic's reputation, which you've worked really hard to build, and the actual dollars you're paying, it makes sense to treat a job interview as an investment of your time. Please don't shortchange or skimp on time when you interview someone. Allow enough time to ask the tough questions. And if you don't have the time available, then consider outsourcing this part of the recruitment process. A reputable recruitment agency should give you the opportunity to work as a partner with them on different modules of the recruitment process. I know here at Vet Staff, even if you don't want us to work on the full campaign, we're more than happy to support you where you need us. If all you want help with is the interviews, we can do that. We don't have to be involved in the whole recruitment campaign. If you've ever hired the wrong person for your team, then it's definitely worth considering hiring an agency to do the interviewing for you. Recruiting this way means you can start off objectively when it comes time to write up your shortlist of candidates. As I just said, here at VetStuff, we're more than happy to work with you on these areas of recruitment where you don't have the necessary time to commit to get it right, or you know something's not your strong suit. We can compliment you. 
making sure your next new hire is the best new hire for your clinic. Thanks for listening. Remember to click the follow wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts so you never miss out and it will always end up in your feed. Also, if you have any topics you'd especially like to hear about, please let me know. To give you an idea of what that might look like, today's show and last week's were special requests. One by a clinic owner in the South Island of God's Own, Aotearoa, New Zealand, who wanted to know what he could do to retain the Generation Zs he worked so hard to recruit at his clinic. Today's special request was from a North Island mixed clinic practice manager. Kia kaha. Kakiti anō. Paws, Claws and Wet Noses is sponsored by Vet Staff. If you've never heard of Vet Staff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency, 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet Staff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, Vet Staff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Vetstaff.co.nz Thank you.